I'm so glad to join with you for Central Moments again today. We're looking at five imperatives that Paul gives at the end of his letter, his first letter to the Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13 and 14. Let's just read all five one more time. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith. And then the one we'll look at today, be courageous, be strong, and do everything in love. These five imperatives have been capturing my heart these last few weeks, and I thought we'd just talk about them this week. Today, be courageous. And whenever I read this verse, I always go back to when I was a kid, and uh, I, although I'm using the New International Version, there was no New International English Version, uh, but largely we only had the King James Version when I was young, 50 years ago. And so um, here's, how I, here's how that verse works in verse 13 in the King James Version. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, and be strong. So in our more modern versions, instead of quit you like men, it just simply says, be courageous. And of course, English words change over time. Uh, today, the word quit means give up, <laughs> means to stop. He's not saying, be a man and give up. He's not saying, you know, just quit. You know, it's just all too hard. Just quit. No. Um, in the old English, quit, quit you like men, was a way of saying be courageous. And in fact, the Greek word that Paul uses here has as one of its roots um, this, this idea to, to act like a man uh, against the backdrop of a culture in which masculinity and courage were often equated. It was just a way of saying be courageous. So I'm not asking you to quit anything today. In fact, quite the opposite. I'm asking you to have courage. Paul's calling us here to have courage, to not give up, and to face the things that intimidate us. And there, there, there's a lot. This is tough. Courage is tough today because, um, and it's really an underrated uh, commodity in our culture because our culture informs, con uh, enshrines conformity. Our culture tends to enshrine conformity of thought, censor anything that's outside of the guidelines of that, of that conformity, and uh, criticize anything that's politically incorrect. And, and so to believe the gospel, which is increasingly representing a set of values different than our culture, it requires courage. And may, may spiritual heroes arrive arise in our day, in our time, that are full of boldness and courage. Not recklessness, not obnoxiousness, not carelessness, not I don't care how you feel, I'm just going to clobber you over the head with scripture verses. No, not that kind of thing. But true, authentic courage and boldness. Now, there was a prayer meeting that took place in Acts chapter 4. And it says, verse 31, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God, and here's our courage word. You just circle that word. They spoke the word of God boldly, boldly. There's a lot to intimidate us in life, and a lot to make, in fact, our English word intimidate has the word timid at the middle of it. There's a lot to make us timid, especially when it comes to sharing the gospel. And we, you know, we, we don't want to be obnoxious. We don't want to hurt people's feelings, of course. But, but yet, yet courage is, is overcoming um, that hesitancy that sometimes 
comes into our lives, those places where we do sort of get intimidated and just easier to be silent than to speak. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the Word of God boldly. And that's why in Ephesians 6 verse 19, Paul writes this, Pray for me also that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly, there's our courageous word there, fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Pray that I'll not be a coward about this, but I'll overcome the intimidating things. And, and without fear, I will actually verbalize the gospel to other people. And he goes on, because uh, I'm an ambassador in chains for that gospel. So pray that I may declare it fearlessly. There's that word again, fearlessly, just as I should. So let's pray together for courage. What a wonderful thing. God gives us courage. Father, thank you. Thank you for boldness that comes not because we have extroverted personalities, but because of your Holy Spirit. Father, shake our lives like you did the place where that early church was praying in Acts 4 and fill us with the Holy Spirit so we can speak boldly. My God, we pray as Paul asks people pray for him that, that there would be a certain fearlessness in their lives when it came to sharing the gospel. Lord, in our world that so censors um, uh, other kinds of opinions other than the line that the world seems to approve of. My God, give us courage to talk about you who loves us and died for our sins. Give us courage, Lord, to tell our world that they need forgiveness, but that you can bring it. And we thank you for this. Thank you for courage. Whatever it is, where we're needing courage today, fill us with the Holy Spirit, we pray. And we just receive your grace and we receive that courageous heart. In Jesus' name, amen.